Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Seattle, welcome into a wonderful Tuesday. It's a Taco Tuesday. Gang is all here. The Gas Man, Puck, the Feltulator, Matt Nicholas, Slickhawk on the updates. I don't know if he's on the updates throughout the entire show, but that was a welcome surprise to see Nicholas in there with the headlines. I, I just hope he doesn't, you know, let his you know any editorial thoughts creep in because he's of the belief that Victor Oladipo will not have another game like he had in Game One. It's true. Well, person, it's true. But what you guys didn't watch no, any basketball? No, 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 no. Oh, you're, it's no, true I, that he said that. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, as a seasoned observer, that Oladipo has had many games yes. like that this year, and then whether he has another, we'll we'll see. But it won't shock anybody if he does. No, they In play. To, they play opinion. tomorrow, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Nate, yeah they're Nate's not convinced that. they're tonight. Iron Nate's an idiot. I don't. We know. all know that. Uh, we got a great show for you today. Lots happening. We'll set up the show coming up in a little bit. We got a lot of Mariners. We got some Seahawks chatter. We have some audio. From last night, from two different leagues, one in the NBA, one in the NHL, that you are going to love. I, I think you will thoroughly uh, enjoy the audio that we'll play later in the show, and all, and then, then uh, we will get to at some point, hopefully. Fingers crossed. It's in there. A preview of tonight's Sounders Weekly Show from 7 to 8, hosted by the Feltulator and Garth Logaway. Uh, Garth has, has branched out and is now a broadcaster and is the co-host yeah. of Sounders Weekly. Is it Logaway or Lagerway? Logaway, and Lagerway. he's not the co-host. He joins, he joins for 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, he's a, he's that's a on every week. Already. That sounds like a co-host to me. It's an hour show for 15 minutes. That's a co-host. That's a third of the show. I he's think, the star. I think you should brand this. I think you're really, your, your stubbornness in not embracing this is, oh, is yes, surprising admi- to yes, me. It, it, admittedly, I'm very stubborn about this. It's yes. my show, and he doesn't get the name on it. Oh, wow, listen to that. Logger always listening down love- there. I love the chest beating of two people at this radio station. The Feltulator, I love it more than anything, especially when it comes to the Sounders yeah. Weekly, and then Nine or Nate. Well, Niner Nate, Nate is, is just, he, he's one of the characters I've met person. in this business. Niner Nate comes up to me today. Here, this is and, and Niner Nate is in, and for whatever reason, head to toe Warriors gear today. Head to toe Warriors gear, and and for whatever reason, I I don't think I'm imagining this. You tell me if if you get the same thing. For whatever reason, it feels like Niner Nate wants to be my pal, wants to be yeah, my buddy. I think he wants to be everybody's buddy. And, and buddy. I and I'm I like you know I like meeting new people. He's taken a liking to you. And and I'm, let, let's face it, I'm at a point in my life where I should be viewed and I should embrace this as somewhat of a mentor if I can help someone or give them the benefit of my sure. experience, right? So so nine or eight every day wants to come up and talk to me, and 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 I'm trying to be you know I'm trying to be gas man, the the pal, the yeah. mentor, good buddy. And he comes up to me today, and he says uh, he says uh, so so gasser, are you excited about your Pacers? They're playing tonight. I'm like no, they're they're playing tomorrow. No, it's tonight. I go, I'm positive it's tomorrow night, but yes, I am excited. And he goes, who's your hockey team? You're a Canucks guy, right? And I go, yeah, I'm a Canucks guy. Well, well who are you rooting for in the playoffs? Don't say Vegas. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I go, if you Anyone must. Anyone but Vegas. If you must know. I said, back in October, my wife was in. This is the kind of wife I ended up uh, picking. She's in Vegas for a convention and calls me and says, should I make a futures bet on an NBA or NHL team? And I was done. I didn't tell her to bet the Pacers, which I should have done. But I said, yeah, you know what? And I gave her like. Three choices with the NHL. I said, these are three teams. They'll be right in the middle of the pack, and they might we might make a little money on. So I think we threw 20 bucks or 50 bucks down on the Anaheim Ducks. I think okay. they were 10 or 12 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. Who are they Stanley facing Cup. right now? Well, hang on. We'll get to that. Okay. So, so, 
So the Ducks are, and they're, so they're a decent value back in right. October. Like, all right, they got yeah. some players, and if things break right, they could be a team. That's, and I'm watching, and the second half of the season, they're rolling. I mean, they're playing great, and they're getting their guys back. They're getting healthy. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. So I say to him, today, who's your NHL club? He said, well, I, I, bet a, I put a futures bet on Anaheim. Well, Anaheim's playing San Jose. Okay. Another oh, team. Oh, that, that's, that's his team. That's his team. So he hears that I've got Anaheim, and he goes, yeah, 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 Anaheim, they suck. And I'm like, you know, Nate, I'm losing money on you. You're cheering the fact that he, I am losing. My hard-earned cash is flying out the The man window. does not care gas. He really doesn't. He's, he, and, he's, and I'm like, you know, Nate, you could just be classy and go, oh, that's a, that's a tough pick, isn't it? But instead, he's right in my grill screaming, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? They're kicking their ass. They're killing them. They're just... I'm I'm surprised by both of the West Coast series. I really didn't think Vegas would wax L.A. the way they have. I, I thought L.A. would win that series, but I knew Vegas was good. I'm really shocked that Anaheim hadn't even gotten off the mat. I mean, they haven't been in that game at all. Am I reading this correctly? Because I just had to pull up the schedule. Uh, tonight, there's three games on tap. And then I looked at the Wednesday, Wednesday schedule, if I can say Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There's four games on tap. Do you know the Lightning Devils game and the Canucks Sharks game? Do you know what channel they're on? They're on uh, USA, maybe? Uh, no, the Golf Channel. Yeah, they, they move around all the NBC networks. <laughs> because nothing screams playoff hockey more than, being on than, the golf channel. than putting it on the Golf Channel. Is Rich Le- or is our buddy Rich Lerner going to be the pregame host with I, the birds in the background chirping as he's, all I know is is he be, getting you ready for Devil's Lightning playoff action? There'll be a lot of retired guys sitting around going, I want to watch The Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bagger Vance is on way too much on the Golf Channel. Every night. They, they could actually... I thought they made into a series at first. I'm like, this is every night the legend of Bagger Vance is on. I'd rather the show. see the long the the long drive hitting competition than if I have to see Bagger Vance one more time. Well, that's interesting. So Lightning Devils, Duck Sharks on your home of NHL playoff uh, hockey is on um, on the Golf Channel. Yeah, that's right. There that's you right. go. Don't <laughs> we have a? Didn't I hear? I heard last night. That they don't, do we have an NBA playoff game we're carrying tonight? And we are carrying, yes, hold on, if I can pull up, I was going to ask Jackson before the show to pull up all the things. You know, we get all these emails from, from Purple Sheen, there's so many of them. And I have I'll be, right here. I'll be honest, I, I, I delete all of them. Yeah, right. All right so right. what do we have tonight? Uh, well, tonight I'm seeing we have Sounders Weekly from 7 to 8. I think okay. we're carrying the Blazers game, aren't we? Uh, t- well, I don't see it here on the email, but I do see that tomorrow we have Nashville Predators against Colorado Avalanche. That's where I was going because uh, your wife is a big oh, Avalanche fan. Huge and they, Avalanche fan. They, they, they rallied last night. She walks night and, around the house only in her Av sweater. Yeah, there well, And that I right? enjoy that. Oh, I, yeah. Thoroughly. Yeah, that's all right. You tried to hide that. the puck, all that thing. Yeah, I bet, yeah, I bet you end up in the penalty box <laughs> quite a bit for boarding and all kinds of stuff. Like, a lot of high-sticking in yeah, the household. Yeah, five for fighting, you're yeah. in. Then you go. What What else do we have, Jackson? Oh, wrong button. Uh, we also have uh, on Saturday, Rockets at T-Wolves. We have on Sunday, Celtics at Bucks. Yeah. Uh, and then also on Sunday, uh, Sounders against Minnesota We're just United. your home of playoffs. Why NHL are we not, and the NBA. How are we not carrying any of the Pacers' calves? Nate McMillan is the coach of the I'm Pacers. Sure. You could talk to Purple Sheet. He's your buddy. I'm tired of he, this. He pulls, uh, he pulls the strings around here. Um, okay, so... We'll let you know what's coming up on the show today. It's and trust me, it's a great show. I, I think this is the finest show we've ever put together. There'll be a lot of Mariners stock, a lot of Seahawks stock coming up in our next segment. Let me give you an update though from the Ballard uh, playing fields, and we also got to get to Gas's uh, Twitter poll question today because mm-hmm. it, it involves me today in a court hearing in downtown yeah. Seattle at three thirty. What could go wrong there? <laughs> KJR has a great record in this venue. So it was. It, <laughs> <laughs> we've really kicked ass in this venue over the years. And I'm going to say we'll, 
We'll probably go over three later this <laughs> afternoon in that department. Uh, an update from uh, last night's four-year-old T-ball game, the debut of the four-year-olds, the hot lava at the Boys and Girls Club in Ballard. Right. We thought at one point that with the game was going to be canceled because of bad weather. This coach was crossing his fingers for canceled because of bad weather. But it was windy, no rain, we played. And what, what's a T-ball? What's a five-year-old team? Four and five, five, an hour? Four and five-year-old T-ball. It's 50 minutes. 50 minutes. You play a clock. If you're just, a running clock, it goes. and you, you, Like every five minutes, you change. Like everybody. So uh, you have, uh, what do we have on the team? I, I think we have nine players, eight, nine mm-hmm. players on the team. Everyone gets an at-bat. So once you go through uh, a full cycle, then you uh, change. the last person, the last person up in the cycle, they, mm-hmm. you just say, all right, last batter, you change. You know, if, if we I do this is for as long as fifty minutes, so you probably get three at bats. If I had a kid in T-ball, you know what I'd say? Hey, bunt, put it right down the third base line. Is that the right way to play the game? Well, that, that, well no, that's and... the wrong way to play. There was a lot of. I mean, I I put together a shift last night because <laughs> I know they didn't like that. <laughs> I take this very seriously. Hey, I had a friend who coached a uh, coached like a group of eight year olds, and he this my friend was like right in college or maybe right out of college. He coached a group of eight year olds in basketball. And one of the rules they had was you can't play zone defense; you have to play man to man. And and he he had his guys stand like basically in a semicircle around the basket. And they said, "But they're not playing man to man." Yes, they are. If anybody comes in there, they'll guard yeah. them. Yeah, that's but that's perfect. where. So he ended up. I think he was thrown out of the league. So you know, you know, your four and five year olds, the attention span is hard. So we've practiced four times, and I was a little surprised. We're we're going to go a game already. I mean, we have not really practiced much of anything other than hit the ball and try to run to the right. That's mm-hmm. where first base is, and okay. a lot of the kids will just run to third base, or they some will run to second base. They don't even run to first base. So the hot lavas took on the hurricanes last night. The hot lavas. Now here are the rules of four and five year old T ball. And I get it. We're all just out there to have fun, get a little exercise, learn the game of baseball. Run to first, field, hit, sure. have fun. Have a little fun. Cheers, you know, handshake line, the whole thing. You can't keep score, which is fine, you know, obviously. And there's no outs. There's just no outs. And, and you can't. It's, it's a game. You can't keep score. You can't keep score. There's no outs. And you know, it's but, just to you give know, the kids some idea. Yeah, but you're trying to. Hey, listen. You catch the ball. Let's let's work on as we've mm-hmm. done in practice. Throw it over to first base or run it over to first base. Right. But this coach, this coach right here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Coach I'm, Puck. Coach Puck's keeping score in his head. Yeah. Right. And let me just tell you what the dominate the domination last night that the hot lavas had over the Hurricanes. And, and, and is every I team would, in the league named after a natural disaster or a phenomenon? Um, well, we 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 let the players choose their nickname. It was it was first of all they wanted Seahawks. I'm like, we're not going to go Seahawks. Can't we're playing Seahawks. baseball, yeah, right? And then uh, the second uh, choice was uh, let's be called the No Names. And I the said, no well, Names, all right, No Names is okay. Yeah. And then uh, and then someone, I think it was my five year old switch hitting stud of a, a baseball player, Mimi, who said Hot Lavas, and I said. Hot lavas. Hot it is. lavas. It is. Okay, so hot lava and the hurricane are playing. Hot lavas lesson. and the hurricanes are playing seventeen to four. Ass whooping. Really, the hot, hot lavas were all over the hurricanes last night, like just bees, like bees on a honey nest. We're yeah. just all over them. And you poured it on. It sounds like you poured it, it on. It, it, Started the game with seven straight hits. Right field, right field. Right. I mean, all we're doing is hitting it to right field. Situational base running was excellent last night. Gas. Well, we knew what we were doing. We were touching home plate. We weren't. Uh, we weren't running around there with like chickens with our heads cut off. It was excellent baseball last did, night did, by did, the by the 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 red hot hot lavas. And didn't you tell me? And we don't need to get into names here, but sure. didn't you tell me that there was a player who 
Drew refused to bat at one point. Uh, that player, that player is near and dear to my heart. That would be four-year-old vampire who refused. Oh, was a vampire oh, who refused to bat? Yeah, well, he's he's got a love-hate with T-ball right now. All he wants to do is play Pokemon. So when we go to practice, he goes, hey, is there going to be Pokemon there? I'm like, no, we're playing baseball, right, buddy? Yeah. And so, so yeah. your son refuses to bat in T-ball. Well, uh, first at bat, first go-around comes up, and yeah, he's sitting in there with his, <laughs> with his surfer curly hair sticking out of his hat. I go, do you want to bat? He goes, no. Well, are you going to play today at all? No. Where's Pokemon? I'm waiting for mom to come. <laughs> all right. So you don't want to play. That's fine. So he's got his arms crossed. He's throwing a fit in the dugout. Mom finally arrives, and she goes, are you going to play? He's like, no. She goes, what if I get you a snack? Okay, I'll play. If, I'll get, if you get me a snack, I'll play. <laughs> so finally, we get him a snack. We, we, the, he's hangry, so we feed him a little bit. He comes up. The last two at-bats, sharp singles, well, one sharp single there to first base, mm-hmm. another kind of dribbler uh, towards the pitcher, but on base both times. Infield Quick hit. little infield hit, kind of yeah. like each row. They all count right, right. Yeah. So the Hot Lavas, congratulations to the Good Hot win. Lavas. Um, I got a gal on there. I was telling the sports, but she's a switch hitter already, five-year-old switch hitter. And she's just a, and I think this is the first time she ever hit left hand. She goes, I like to give it a try. I'm like, all right, go ahead, give it a shot. Hit right up the middle. Had, had hits from both sides of the hits plate from the both night, sides. Right? Already better. She already wow. has a higher average than Ichiro. And and yes, Ichiro or no, Ichiro would not make our team. If, if Ichiro is released by the M's, which we think may happen, or yes. maybe it won't, but if he needs a job, he would not be able to hook on with hot lava. No, we do not have a spot on hot lava for him. You don't have anybody you can DFA that you that you feel comfortable getting rid of no to make way. room for Ichiro. We are solid one through nine. You think Man. the Mariners got a good lineup one through nine? Yeah. This hot lava team. In fact, we may challenge the Mariners at some point. Hey, the Marineros! I tell you what, Red you, hot. My God, was that a fun game last yeah, night? Wasn't it? Was, it? That was that's. Holy good. cow. That's, that's right. There he is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, thanks, 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 Scott. Good. Uh, I love that. <laughs> it was a great game. It, it it had it all because it was good pitching, you mm-hmm. great defense, and then obviously you had it you had your thumper come through with a huge home run, and then you know D Gordon comes through again and D Gordon's unbelievable. Sprays it all over the field God. and so and, and then I, I thought uh, big big night for Fast Eddie because in yeah. my opinion, did not even have close to his best stuff. He's all over the yard. Yeah. And still gets a save. That's a sign of a good guy there, guys. When he's, when, he, yeah, maybe somebody would disagree. I, mean, I know you don't want to throw nothing. I think he threw 18 pitches and like only, like, like five of them were strikes. Yeah, he wasn't sharp. No, not sharp at all, but hung in, get, get, lead, walks the leadoff guy, which is usually an unforgivable Death. sin. Yeah. For a reliever, you think, oh boy, my, my pal smoking Dave Koken was irritated about that, which is how you always know who Dave's on. In his, you know, in yeah. Vegas, he's a gambler, and, yeah, yeah. and it, but you could watch. We go, oh God, Diaz walked the first batter. The old boy, smoking Dave is on the M's tonight. But seven save, so second, uh, he's second in club history, records seven saves in his first fourteen games. He's uh, tied there with the Cosmon. Yeah, how yeah. about that? How about that? That's a great. I mean, the bullpen was excellent last night. Vincent Nicasio, Diaz. They go what three innings? They give up one walk. You know, and, and you know, and for Paxton, okay, he wasn't. He threw a ton of pitches. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I saw that all last night on Twitter. Oh, you know, both great pitching performances, but Paxton's throw way more pitches. But you know, at the end of the day, he gets you, he gets you far enough, hands well, it over to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And James Paxton was, okay, he threw a ton of pitches, but boy, he had velocity and he was good. That's a damn good lineup over there. That's a great that win. He held last a night. one run. Yeah. That's a great win. You know, again, we, we, you don't really talk about big games in baseball because there's so many of yeah. them. But that's a nice win last night. Get that season series started off the right way. 
Uh, you know, it's it it you know worked out for everybody, including Rizzy, who uh, you know Rizzy's pick to click last night was Nelson Cruz, and he oh, called a home run. Riz. Rizzy, Rizzy, Rizzy goes, my pick to click is Nelson, and I think he probably says that every night. No one, Rizzy, sure. you know, and, and, and but he knows he's like Nelson Cruz is going to hit a big home run off Keiko tonight. It's going to be huge. Boom. It's going to be real. And he, and I'm like, oh my God, Rizzy, it's like Rizzy's clairvoyant all of a sudden. What, you know, what if we took Riz down to Vegas? If he's got this kind of power, we took him down there and just started making a lot of money on things. It'd be great. Uh, quickly, let's, cause I, I'm way late to the, we're way late to the, break. that's fine. What's the Twitter poll question today? And I will explain it uh, coming up in our next segment. Today at Jason Puckett 20, because there were 19 other Jason Puckets. Today at Jason Puckett 20, we'll present arguments in a Seattle court regarding a disputed expired tab ticket he received. Puck has documentation that he paid for the tab, and he will argue that it was either stolen or fell off the license plate. Four choices. Right now, you should be happy with the way the electorate's going. 41% say you'll be found not guilty and the fine will be waived. 23% say the fine will be reduced. 17% say Puck is guilty, full fine, (laughs) And 19% agree he snaps and leaves in handcuffs. Which is a big possibility. Put the bracelets on him and take him out. He's not going to be able to work for a I few will weeks. be showing up at uh, the uh, municipal court, 3.30, downtown uh, Seattle. All right, coming if up. If you want to meet him. If you want to come out and say hi. His appearance oh. is brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. <laughs> and, and Buck will be signing autographs after the hearing. Brad Adam at 11 o'clock. And Mariners pitching coach Mel Stoudemire Jr. at 12.30. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, quickly, Gas, let's uh, let's update the uh, Twitter poll, the Daily Gas Man uh, Twitter poll, and I'll just give a quick explanation of what's going on today at 3.30. I'll be in a, a downtown uh, Seattle court today arguing justice on my end. At GasMan206, you can vote. We've got about 200 votes right now, and 41% believe you'll be not guilty. Mm. Puck is going into court because he got a ticket for expired tabs. He has the documentation that he's, he's told me he has the documentation uh, that he paid for the tabs. And our assumption is somebody stole them, probably, or they fell off. I doubt if they fell off. They're pretty sticky. People steal them. People, sure they do, because tabs cost $10 yeah. zillion dollars now to get you know, to get fixed. Uh, so 41% say you'll be found not guilty and the fine will be waived. What's the fine? A couple hundred bucks? $225. Ask him about that photo tick. No, never mind. I just, <laughs> uh, 23% say your fine will be reduced. So 64% see this as a favorable outcome okay. for you, a good use of your time. I'll just give you a quick thing. I'm leaving here for, on, on I'm going home a couple weeks ago here on uh, 15th, right here by the Interbay Golf Course. Mm-hmm. Shout mm-hmm. out to Interbay Premier Golf. Great place. Yeah. Uh, you want to go hit a bucket of balls, grab a beer and a burger. That's your spot. That's how they're, they're paying me for this show in Interbay Golf Tokens. There you go. So there's a there's a speed trap up here. Do you ever go you go this way north on 15th? No, I generally go Mercer. zoom across Mercer because the mess hasn't started yet. So when Jackson I leave. Jackson knows this. And if you're going if you if you're going on 15th by Interbay, there's a speed. There's sure, cops yeah. there. They sit in the U-Haul all day, and they sit For, in the U-Haul yeah, yeah. and they try to catch people speeding because people do go fast through there. Right, it's a 30 mile an hour zone. It's a it's a definite speed. People trap are going area. 50. Yeah, and it's been that way for years. But what these bicycle cop what chips are doing is they're sitting out there mm-hmm. and they're also getting people tabs this cop had already pulled somebody over i'm driving by in the old vw van he quickly does a u and he's coming back he's not behind me more than three seconds right i see the lights i'm like <laughs> first of all i'm not speeding because this thing can't go over 30 right, so I, there's right. no way i'm speeding that's a good move i pull over i'm like uh, yeah what, what's going on he's like your tabs are expired i'm like what what are you talking about so i got pulled over for expired tabs i'm like i'm, I'm pretty confident that i paid for my tabs 
I, they're not on there? No, they're not on there. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, are you, can you look up at all? Like, right. maybe they fell off. Maybe someone took them. Can you find out if I paid? Because yeah. I'm positive I did. I'm going to guarantee you they said so, no. No, no, no. You don't have them on there. Here's the fine. I'm like, how about, I'm I'm begging you. I am I swear to you I've paid for them. I'm how about you let me off with a warning? <laughs> look at my record. I got nothing on my record. I'm clean. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no. Here you go. Here's your fine. I'm like, all right. So, yeah, I'm going to court today mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to challenge it because I have documentation. I've paid for my tabs. And I'm looking, I look this up, there are countless, I'm looking at the West Seattle Blog, countless stories mm-hmm. of, of, of thieves going around to cars, stealing car dabs. This is great, because I'm parked right out here this afternoon, yeah. so I'm feeling good about there it. There you go. What, and, and, and so there you go, I'm there's taking a, them to court. Haven't I heard, too, that when you go to court, one of the things that might work in your favor is the gendarme might not show up, Right. Yeah, and I had to reschedule this because it was going to happen. The first mm-hmm. time I had to go to court it was going to happen when I was on vacation last week in Arizona. I realized mm-hmm. the last minute, so I had to call them and, re- and you get a one-time reschedule. And and, so and then there's a, there's another potential well, fly in the ointment that we discovered right before the show today. Yeah, right? and I just realized I was looking. Th- you know, I didn't read the documentation thoroughly. Uh-huh. And then on the back page it says, uh, within three days of your scheduled appearance, you must provide a written statement of what happened. Well, I, I didn't provide the, the written statement of exactly what happened to the court, and my, my court date is today at 3.30. So I'm, I'm walking in there with no written statement for the court. Mm-hmm. And so I think that puts me squarely behind the eight ball. But I, I'm, I think I'm a, a good talker. I think I'll be able to work this out with the judge, hopefully. If Rick Jones is listening, I know this isn't really in his, in his uh, uh, you know, sweet spot, but we need, we're going to need, you're going to need representation. You're going to have to walk in. You can't just, because you're going to walk in with the report and go, here, Your Honor, sorry, I know, I know this was due three days ago, but well, here it is. It's too late to get a lawyer. I don't, you want me to get a lawyer? Oh, it's never too late to get a lawyer. There's, look, there's a hundred lawyers right now calling the front, trying to, because they want to get into some of that puck if cash. You're, if you're a lawyer and want to do this uh, pro bono, uh, text I in see. or call it, uh, text in 49451 and, and mm-hmm. maybe we'll pick you and, and you, just if, out of uh, it's it's a, it's a charity case. Call the Cullen. Me. He's got some free time now. Probably get a hold of him. He <laughs> and can he help needs you. more clients. Yeah, he needs client four. You can be I'll, client four. I'll be. A, he client likes Quattro. The, he likes the media. Yeah, we'll get involved. Um, lunch with listeners today, and we have a brand new sponsor for it, mm-hmm. and that would be the Great Other Coast Cafe. So coming up at noon, when we turn over the 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 show to you, and you get a call up, and you get a chat about all the things that uh, we have talked about today, we've chewed on your ear. Uh, you get to win a gift card to the Other Coast Cafe. Fine sandwich shop in Seattle. I've been going there for years, so I'm so happy to be working with Emily uh, and Dean. And so uh, coming up at 12 o'clock, Other Coast Cafe, three great locations, Ballard, Capitol Hill, and also Queen Anne. We're talking about this Malik McDowell story uh, because yeah. I'm I'm fascinated by this this story because there's so many different tentacles to it. Because, you know, on the one end, you know, that was their first pick last year. Right. And right. They, they, they gave up a lot. They traded down. They did all these things to get Malik McDowell. What was he, 35th overall? Is that uh, right? What was it? Third, like early second yeah, round, right? 30, okay. I think it was 35th. Got it. And they traded down a bunch they to get him. They traded down a bunch to get to him. You know, Pete Carroll, John Schneider, they all were like, this is, this is the guy we've been looking for mm-hmm. all along. Well, of course, the news comes out yesterday. First was by uh, our own Ian Rappaport. Joe's uh, Ian Furness throughout the uh, NFL season. And he says that Malik McDowell will be released. Coming up shortly in the next few days, whenever, mm-hmm. Malik McDowell will not be on this team. And, you know, some have said, well, I guess this isn't a surprise. Well, I'm surprised. I didn't think that they were just going to cut bait with him and release the guy. Right. And I thought they would at least give this guy, uh, you know, another chance. 
I just don't know if he can play football anymore. It, it well, sounds like sounds like no, he's done. That he but, cannot yeah. play football. Right, based on the, if this is true, if they're going to release him. Uh, because they still owe him some money, and they've, yeah. they're going to have to get to a settlement on that. Right? Uh, they're not going to save that much money. This isn't. You know, there's a couple of things about this. First of all, from a cold business standpoint, I think he should get whatever he deserves money wise from the contract. Um, you know that this this was an accident. You, you know, there are people that are saying, "Hey, made this it's so dumb." I mean, yeah, it was an accident. He, you know, this this yeah. wasn't what he expected to happen that day, and you have to make some amends for that. I know you can say, "Well, he shouldn't have been on an ATV vehicle." I, I get it. But accidents. Now, all that being said, this is another example. If the if the Hawks suffer one dollar of salary cap pain from this, it it it's bat guano. It's unbelievable. And it's I, what? I, bat guano. I hate the salary cap in a day and age when all these franchises are worth uh, billions of dollars. It's it's yeah. it, the, the idea that you have to restrict wages is ludicrous. And then if they don't have some form of relief here to where they say, look, this the Hawks shouldn't be penalized. Because this guy had an accident, they I agree should, with that. You know, they should they should give him what they owe him. And, and I'll be honest, I don't know all the contract situations. I, I leave that up to, to Slick Cap and others, right? Uh, our our resident uh, capologist uh, Matt Miklas and others. I don't I don't well, I, I don't I, like to swim in that water because it just you know everyone pretends like they know everything about it and they they honestly at the end of the day don't know. But we're we're on the same page there. I don't know, but I have seen. My understanding is there will be a cap hit. Yeah, it's it's not it's, of some sort, and, and it shouldn't. This should not be at all. This was an accident. This is no different than if he was in a traffic accident. If, if heaven forbid something had happened where he day, you know, his life. How this should have a financial negative ramification of the Hawks beyond them paying him. Right. Because whatever the contract said, whatever was in the contract, and they, they may have to go. I bet there was something in the contract about dangerous activities. Most of those pro contracts have that. And so they, that that's separate. They've got to get that. But the league itself, there should be no financial penalty incurred upon the Hawks. And, and if I'm reading it right, there is going to be a, a slight one. And I think that's wrong. The uh, So the if you didn't know this, yesterday was a huge day in the NFL and a huge day for the Seahawks because they reported for voluntary off-season program, strength and conditioning. Say this that is, one word again. Uh, vol- what did I say? Voluntary. Voluntary okay. off-season program uh, started yesterday, which is just a huge day in the NFL. People are all over. Let's get our top five storylines and our all hot right. takes for voluntary uh, program starting yesterday. This being the biggest story to come out, I mean, obviously people want to know who's there and who's not. And I could care less who is at a voluntary, voluntary. workout. Who cares? Exactly. Did people care when Walter Jones didn't go to training camp? I think he actually was pretty good when he came back. Yeah, and that's Just not even voluntary. You're supposed, no, you're to, supposed be to be there. So who? Uh, I want a rookie to be there. Honestly, I'd like to see mm-hmm. rookies there. A veteran could care less. Yeah. Could care less if a veteran's there or not. Yeah. Anyways, but so the story yesterday being McDowell being released. Well, then Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports. The guy that when you see him on campus or in your city run, because Charles Robinson's a Green Reaper, he's mm-hmm. coming with he's coming with bad news. Right. He said yesterday in a tweet, uh, in regards to McDowell, we'll learn more about the injuries to McDowell as the uh, process goes forward. Uh, extensive brain and eye trauma, clear from the moment of the injury that it was an extremely long shot he'd ever play football again. Mm. And the question I'm going to ask with lunch with listeners. Because I've seen the reaction to this with with Malik McDowell, mm-hmm. so he's twenty years old. You feel sorry for him? Yeah. You feel bad? You feel bad for Malik McDowell? I can't imagine not. I cannot imagine. I, I don't know. Maybe there are going to be. I, I I can't imagine. I feel bad for this guy. This is again. This is not. Look, 
If he was taking a foolish chance, okay, a lot of guys do, and it was an accident. It's a horrible, horrible accident. So, yeah, I do. I feel sorry for him. Jackson, you feel sorry for him? No, I don't. It's Listen, you know that you're a team's first pick. You have a lot on your shoulders coming in. You you can't go off riding an ATV with no helmet. That That is just common knowledge, common sense. Well, that you cannot do that. Let me. Let, do we know that? Yeah, do we know he didn't have a helmet? That was, that was the report, and I'm just basing what, what my report? thoughts on that. I don't know. Was, was there a report? I mean, uh, there's, there was this happened so long ago. Is there, was there a report out there that he wasn't wearing a helmet? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that I'm amazed, really, with this whole story. Nothing has come out. Nothing. Right. This this information from Robinson yesterday, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, someone pointed out another article to me on anywhere that with Robinson saying, hey, there was extensive brain and eye trauma, and that it's clear from the moment of the injury that extremely long shot of play football again, that's about, unless I'm missing something, the most information I have seen on right. this story. Right. I mean, there's two things. There's the the HIPAA laws, which have gotten more stringent over the last few years in terms of what can be released in these cases. A a patient has a right to say, I don't want anything. I mean, there's some patients that are open books. Some people are like, hey, look, here's my surgery scar on Facebook. Some people want it, but others say, no, I want privacy. And so you can't release the information. And then clearly there's going to be some legal skirmishes over how much money is going to get paid out over this. Because, again, I'll guarantee you in his contract, there's something to the effect of you can't do the most pro contracts have, and and I've known many athletes who have kind of laughed and said, "Yeah, I'm not supposed to do this, this, or this, but I do anyway because they're young." You yeah, know, can't play basketball, who, right. can't water ski, can't snow ski, right. can't do that. You know, whatever. And that's why when guys do get hurt doing those, I remember. I don't know what Jeff Kent was doing. Was Jeff Kent riding a motorcycle when he got injured? But he said I think he, so. He said he slipped while he was washing his car or right. his truck or right. something. You know, Madison Bumgarner last year. Was he mountain biking when he flipped over? And he was, I think he was in Arizona and he like tumbled over and injured himself. I only bring it up, and I want to bring it back up at noon with Lunch with Listeners, is that he's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. He got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. He's about to fulfill his lifelong dream of playing in the NFL. Right. He celebrated. He got on whatever he did. He was riding an ATV. No one was there. No one has any information what happened. He could have just been riding an ATV, not doing tricks, not doing backflips, mm-hmm. may have just hit something and fell off. And and people say, well, he's got to be more res- like Jackson. And I'm not picking on you, Jackson, because there's a lot of people out there's there. There's people who are going to feel that way, yeah. Well, he's got to be more responsible. Uh, okay, I mean... At what point do we do we just say to a twenty year old? And I get it; he's got a lot ahead of him. You can't live your life. I mean, he could have got. Now your risks do go up. He could have been on a a bicycle going down the street and falls and hits his head. And then all of a sudden, are we going to be screaming that he shouldn't have been on a bicycle? I mean, and where? I, I guess my issue with this whole thing has been he did this to himself. Everyone mm-hmm. acknowledges that, mm-hmm. and he screwed up. I feel sorry for him because he's a 20-year-old that had, I don't want to say a golden ticket, but an amazing opportunity yeah. to fulfill a lifelong dream of playing in the NFL, earning a lot of money to play a kid's game. Right. And it doesn't look like he's going to be able to do that. Me, I guess as a person, I feel bad for him. I feel terrible for him because, again, this is just this is a momentary. We all make... Think of the, and most of us, you get to a certain point in life, you can look back and there's three or four accidents in your life, whether they're automobile accidents, yeah. whether there's something, you, you know, I, I, 
I got flipped over by a wave once and broke my foot. Thank God I didn't land on my head. I don't know what would have happened. You know, sure. I broke, broke my body surfing and goofing around and got flipped over. I mean, just an accident. You know, I mean, I think I was 29 when that happened. Should I have known better? I don't know. I'm fooling around. We're at the beach. We're having a good time. You know, I mean, I, I, I completely sympathize with the guy. And I mean, it sounds like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure his family, they're all devastated. This is a devastating piece of news. This is the first year still of processing this of what they thought life was going to be versus what life is actually turning out to be. And, I mean, the whole thing, at the, you could have predicted he'd get in a row at a, at a club. I mean, he's got to be frustrated and, I, and, I, and angry and, and I, all and that. And I get the red, I get the red, because everyone's citing the red. See, the Seahawks should have known this. They should never have drafted. That's ridiculous. I, 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 I shake my head when I hear people say that. They should have known what? That he was going to get in an accident? That he was going to get on, on an ATV and, and injured himself. And I know that's not what people are saying, but people are saying he had character flaws. I mean, I have looked at a thousand different things, and I know I think Sothi has cited one thing about something that he said or did at the combine. You know what? At the end of the day, what everything I've read about him and these anonymous, and I love anonymous scouts. I think mm-hmm. that takes a lot of balls to be an anonymous scout right, to like right. crap on a kid. Yeah, but is they've called them lazy and inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Once again, and, and, he, and he's immature. He's twenty years old. But let's go all through it. Lazy, inconsistent, immature. Okay, check, check, check. Still doesn't prevent a guy from saying, "Hey, let's go out and have some fun on an ATV yeah. and having an accident." Yeah. Being, being those other things are things that a football coach thinks. Yeah. Hey, we'll get that fixed. That that's you know this is the, the idea that the Hawks should have known more, or that you know, people are saying, "Oh, what a boneheaded move!" Saying it was an accident, everybody, and they happen, and 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 just hope that it doesn't happen to somebody you know and love cuz it it's it's got to be just the worst thing to for for them to have to go through as uh, pick, a family. Yeah, I'm going to pick this back up uh, at noon lunch with listeners and we'll just ask you. I mean, do you do you feel bad for him or or not? Do you have no sympathy whatsoever uh for Malik McDowell? Jerry Depoto, when I was on vacation coming back, I was flying back on American Airlines where they made me pay extra for a seat. And I was listening to uh, a, some wonderful podcasts, including Dave Softy Mahler on the iHeartRadio app. Mm. And he had a great conversation with Jerry Depoto. And the conversation of Ichiro Suzuki came up. And he said something in this, in this chat that kind of caught my ear. I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. Uh, we'll play that coming up next. How about you? With a check on the drive, we're... Poverty today. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Welcome back to the radio program. Puck and Gas with you. Felt you later here as well. Coming up top of the hour, Brad Adam, his weekly appearance from Root Sports, the fantastic pre and post game show host. Uh, joining us courtesy of John Howie Steak, Mel Stoudemire Jr., Mariners pitching coach, uh, coming up at 12. 12- 30 today should, on the radio program. Should we ask Mel if he's ever met Brad, if he knows who Brad is? <laughs> hey, finally, we're playing a good song. Good work, Jackson. Hey, nice job. It's easy to find. Yeah. All right, so, all right, Mariners, great win last night. Great uh, win. Great start to the series. You know, we all do, we, uh, we're going to get to the sound from Jerry Depoto with Safi last week, but we always, I know I do, I overreact to so many things, especially to games. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going into yesterday's game, I'm, I'm convinced this is a big series. This and it's right. not. At <laughs> the grand scheme of things, it's not like if they get swept like they're done, but it's big because everyone's using kind of the same phrase. It's a measuring stick. You know, I just wanted to see where does this team rank in terms of, you know, taking on 
this baseball team. You know, over the last few years, and I didn't write down the the, the record. I mean, their record against this team is terrible. Oh, since God. they joined, I think oh. they're since they joined in 2013. Because I did all the research last night, and then I didn't write it down on my handy dandy piece of paper. They're 40 and 55. They've That's only what they are. Two winning seasons. It was the first two years that mm-hmm. the Astros joined. Yeah, uh, thirteen and fourteen. The Mariners were ten and nine each of those years, and then since then they've had losing records. The Astros have owned them, right? And you know they're coming off a World Series championship, and so I was looking, anticipating last night's game, a split, and I'm doing backflips. Well, you got one of them last night, right? A great and, start to the series. And and here's the thing, you know, again, we we've talked about this. You, the reason this series becomes kind of big is that you know, you're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Don't come out here and get swept and really and get drilled four nights right. in a row and feel like, oh, God, it was all a mirage. Here we go again. You know, so it's, you, you want to. These players right here on the Mariners cannot be blamed for the 18 years of no playoffs. Sure. But it's natural that that thought is going to creep into everybody's mind. If you go out last night and lose six to nothing, and you come out tonight and lose eight to one, and you're like, oh, boy, here we go. And, and you're coming off of a kind of a feckless last day against the A's where you lost to Instead, you find a way, you know, you scratch out a win last night with a lot of things going you your way. You beat their ace. You beat their ace. Uh, you beat the defending world champs. Yeah, I, I think this is as, as big as a series can be in April, and I agree with you. I take your point. This this one fits that bill. I think bill. it's a good confidence builder for him. Absolutely. So, it's a great first start to to the series last night. Great job by James Paxton. Great job by the bullpen. Nicasio, Vincent Diaz were great. Cruz with a home run. Great defense by Mitchie Hanniger, Kyle Seeger, all of it. It was it was a great game last night. It was a fun game. Fast game, too. I'm sure everyone covering it uh, had a blast. Scott Service made news yesterday before the game because he was, he was asked about Ben Gamble. Ben Gamble's ready to go. He is healthy. He has got his ABs in. Yeah. He is sitting there going... He's like Joel Embiid. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you put me in the game. I'm, of course, I'm, he's also in Modesto, where it's like 70 yeah. degrees warmer than it is here. So maybe he's not as anxious to get up here as we think. So service says yesterday before the game uh, on Gamble being called up because the thought was he was supposed to be called up today, but but he's not. He goes, uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot to come back. We are just trying to do the right things roster wise. As much as anything, that plays into it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can read into that. They are trying to massage this right now because of each row. I mean, that's what I read into it. Mm-hmm. How do we, if we do make a move, how do we do this with each row? Or can we massage the roster somehow, some way to keep him on the team? That quote, what Service did yesterday, reminded me of what I heard from Jerry DePoto last week when he was on with Softy. And I was coming back from Arizona. I was listening on the, on the fantastic iHeartRadio app where you can listen to all the shows podcasted. And they were talking about Ichiro and about Ben Gamble and Jerry offered this. Ben's our left fielder. And, and, you know, that was the intent when we started the season. That was the understanding when we signed Ichiro. And uh, Ichiro's done a remarkable job. He's played fairly regularly for us, uh, obviously splitting some time with Guillermo Heredia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when Ben comes back, Ben will play left field most of the time. Uh, and how that is parceled out with Ben, with Ichi, with with. Guillermo Heredi is going to be up to Scott and, yeah. and probably yeah. the hot hand. But the intent is that Ben gets the bulk of the ABs. Do you need to have five outfielders on your roster? I don't know that you need to have five outfielders on, on any team. But yeah. if, if where else do we spend the spot is, I guess, what I've, Andrew Romine plays every position on the field. And sure. part of the value of Romy is that he can he can spot up, whether it's first base, he can catch. You know, it's a... Some of the things that he brings to the table allow you to use that last spot creatively. And if that last spot is used creatively to, to 
keep Ichiro on this club, then, mm-hmm. then then that's the way we'll use it. So I was sitting in the sports pit yesterday, and, and, and I, I played that again for Softy and Shockey, and I guess Softy and I, we read this differently. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I heard it the first time, and then I re-listened to it, I, I took that as he's on the roster all year long because we are going, mm-hmm. we're going to massage this roster because of the versatility of Andrew of Romine. He makes it possible not to keep another player because he can play every single position, which he has done. Right. We can keep a fifth out. We can keep a guy like Ichiro because of how versatile Romine is. Softy took it as because Romine is versatile, he can play the outfield, that they don't have to keep Ichiro. Mm. Oh, interesting. And, and, that, and yeah. that you could how did when you heard that, how, what where do you think his mindset is right now uh, in regards to Ichiro and his future? I, I would throw it out this way. I would say he knows he doesn't have to make a decision yet. Certainly when he's talking to Softy, he didn't. So why box himself into any corner? I don't know that I'd read anything in a, and 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 this is being fun. This is you no, know, no, I know we're trying saying. to read into what he's saying. I get that. I would go, ah, I don't know. He's just Ichiro's his guy right now because he's on the roster. He can't trash him. He can't say, Yeah, God, we can't wait to get rid of that guy, you know. And, and I, I think this is a guy leaving all of his options open with this. Um, and I wouldn't read anything into it. I would. I, I'm. I'm still. And you and I have differed on this all along. It's gonna be fun to see how they play it. I. I think when the when the time comes. Now, if they want to tell me that they'd rather keep five infielders, have one back or five outfielders, have one backup infielder, and and if the guy can play catcher, you know, maybe that's where you get the extra spot. Okay. I just don't. And, and the more you keep winning, and the more you you know, as as the month unfolds, and you're like, hey, this is great. You know, you're off to this good start. Can you afford to have a guy who clearly is not playing even close to the the capabilities that he once had? Nobody expected that. But can you afford to keep a guy who you have other guys who are better than he is? I don't think you can. I don't I just and I don't think you can look at marketing. I don't think you can look at posters on the side of the wall. I don't think you can look at Otani coming in. None of that. I think you have to look at a cold hard baseball decision. Who's the guy out? In my mind it's number 51 and 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 Godspeed to him. What what amount of work he did for this town, and and sure. it's been great. But I mean, it just to me, it's really obvious. I wouldn't read a whole lot into that other than a, a GM tap dancing with Softy and keeping all the plates spinning at the same. Well, time. Well, we are going to pin down Brad Adam of Root Sports sure. coming up next. We're going to force him to make the call. Does he stay or does he go? Brad Adam is weekly visit, courtesy of John Howie. Stay coming up after the break and after headlines at the top of the hour. Got a heart.